Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morogami. I've been reflecting a lot during this um, second, third wave of COVID-19, where many countries are under lockdown. And again, we've had a very unique Easter, this 2021. So I've spent time journaling, praying, reflecting, thinking, and learning from seasoned entrepreneurs and seasoned leaders. And Jack Ma was quoted to have said in one of the global leadership conferences that instead of baby showers, let's host business showers. When a friend starts a business, we all come together, celebrate them, and bring resources for their business. Fascinating, isn't it? Now, I beg to differ slightly with him that I say host both baby and business showers because those babies that God grants us are actually going to be the future leaders, the future consumers of whatever your business is churning out and solving a problem for. So let me talk a little bit about baby showers before I go into the subject of business showers. So you know when you have your first child, people are so excited, they hold a baby shower for you. Some people prefer to hold the baby shower before. I personally prefer to have the baby shower or host it after the baby is born. And so that we are really doing a proper Thanksgiving even as we gift the child. And in a sense, I've noticed an interesting um, trend that's going on, that the first baby gets a baby shower, the second baby gets a baby shower. The minute you get to the third baby, people have the audacity to ask you if you've had a girl and a boy, hey, you, you don't think you, you have enough children? First, I don't understand what gives people the right to determine the size of your family, of my family. Secondly, um, every child is a gift. In fact, St. Jose Maria says that every child comes with a loaf of bread. In other words, they come with a host of opportunities. If we look at each child as a gift from God and receive that child as a gift, it makes a world of a difference. And so baby three, you might be lucky to get a baby shower. Baby four, sometimes people don't even come and visit you in hospital. Baby five, they start asking you, did you not go to school? Don't you know how to space your children? I mean, I have friends who have five, six, seven, eight children, nine children, and I'm always in awe of how well those children have turned out and the fact that their homes are schools of virtue and positive habits. And so I want to challenge us today. The next time your friend, your sister, uh, you are about to have a third and a fourth or a fifth child, I want to encourage us, let's host baby showers for each child that comes, because each child is a gift. And we have seen in recent times the increase in infertility, in the inability to have children. You know, having gone through those experiences, I'm very mindful. And I'm always mentoring young brides and saying, 
Don't get into marriage and use contraception. Don't get into marriage and say, let's first uh, enjoy ourselves. You know, you never know, um, given the state of life and how finite life is, that to actually receive children as and when God gives them to us and not to put any barriers makes a world of a difference. So let's have baby showers for baby number three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. And let's even have a grandma, a grandparent, a grandbaby shower when someone becomes a grandmother. I think in many uh, cultures, there's a whole visiting the child, visiting the grandchild. And I think that we can now equip both parents as well as grandparents with skills that can help them move forward. You know, recently I attended a baby shower and the speaker who came to speak not only spoke about taking care and bringing up raising adults, not raising children, but talked about raising adults of virtue who are virtuous, who have good habits and how the home is the first school you know, last year, and again, we're beginning to see that this year, we've realized that the home is really the first school. It's a place where children see their parents, they see their siblings, they see other people in the homestead or in the environment, really beginning to equip them with the skills that will be life skills or without them. And so in this baby shower, this speaker was also a financial coach. And what I found very interesting is she challenged all of us to really think about our relationship with money and how our family relationship with money has such a big effect. So maybe today we have a chance to rethink some of these ideas around baby showers, about children being um, gifts from God, and also about our relationship with money. I know many of us may have grown up in homes and maybe now we are parents and we are saying, I, I don't have money, I'm broke. Don't ask me for that thing. How about we change our language the next time our children ask us for something and say, it's not in the budget. We need to save for it. That's an investment, not a cost. That's a liability, not an asset. Spending money on this will not give us a high return. Well, I know many of you know I have a financial background. And so it's fascinating when we have these conversations at home and we talk about building a budget. So more recently, we've started some little exercises. So uh, our daughters have different chores in the house. But recently, they started thinking about gifts for their friends and gifts for the family first and foremost. And our little daughter, who's six, and our older one, who's turning 14, they came and sat down and said, Mom, these are the chores that we do that are ours. Could you give us extra ones where we'll earn some little money? And, and we'll do our other ones with excellence, and then you'll pay us for the additional ones. Can we agree on a rate? And, and so one of the things we're doing this evening is to agree on the final list of um, fee-earning chores, as well as them opening a small budget book where they'll write down every task they do that is going to earn money, when they earn the money, so that cumulatively they also learn how to record their costs. You see, in my book, Rise, one of the things I talk about is your circle of accountability. And I remember um, a while back when my husband and I actually went to see a financial coach. Uh, we were on the verge of making some serious decisions investment-wise in terms of our careers and businesses. And we felt it was important to actually have people, um, an expert who could really speak into those plans. And I remember when we met that financial coach, it was so 
illuminating to understand our financial personalities. And I write about it in the book Rise because your relationship with money, your relationship with family has a very big impact on your ability to rise. So in this part one of this conversation around baby showers or business showers, I just wanted to focus on baby showers, the gift of life, and how we bring up these children and introduce them to life skills such as managing their time, managing their money, and how each of us can begin to think about skills that we have learned professionally that we can bring into our home spaces so that we live a more integrated life. After all, the idea is not work-life balance, it's life-work integration. I wish you the very, very best as you start to rethink your relationship with life, your relationship with money, and how to celebrate life and bring up adults rather than raising children. Let's raise adults.